What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Hey, hey, good evening, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most, creator, misunderstood lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster from Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're hanging and rocking with the 89th episode of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, the review show about, about the, the discography of music artists, movies, there's, there's TV shows, there's games, of course, there's, 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 of course, gaming, of course, that's involved, and, of course, um, Sometimes a little review on podcasts as well. Um, but today's episode is is basically the music discography of Lil TJ, and there's and there's a little bit of Mano, there's Jim Jones, and not too long ago there was um there was a there was these two formed together a group called the Lobby Boys, which I don't really know too much about, but I'll actually. I'll actually, I'll actually, you know, look into the discography, um, and see how they, and see how they did in, in the charts or whatever. But we'll see. Um, yes. Yeah, so live and direct from Streamyard and alongside with um, YouTube and of course Instagram live feed of of the podcast show page on Instagram. Make sure you turn on your notifications on the gram so you don't miss out on when each episode is going to be dropping um and i do apologize for not recording yesterday um due to due to my late dinner now um i'm going to do this today and i'm going to do episode 90 to possibly tomorrow because today i have to record um, a separate episode of my other podcast platform um in a couple minutes so um if you're new to the channel and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever please feel free and grab that subscribe button for me on the meticulous vibe juice podcast youtube channel page tap that no need no need bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream um of course there's um of course there's uh, there's um more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes that's being discussed as far as like the reviews of each music artist movies or the tvs tv shows um games that we're about to get over um in a few minutes <clears throat> and um and yeah, tell a friend to another friend, and of course, be sure to um, stick around for for a few minutes. I'll let you know where you can do some catching up on audio streaming platforms in the link in bio in a, in a few minutes. So <clears throat> yeah, so don't worry if you missed out on everything. It's don't worry if you missed out on everything. It's it's all about um, <clears throat> you catching up, 
do you can do some catching up on YouTube as well. So don't worry about that as well. Um, all right. So without further ado, um, a little quick mental check-in for myself is basically I feel basically mentally, mentally I I feel all right. I'm energized and ready to go on on recording the 89th episode, which is pretty which is pretty fun actually um to make it this far and physically and spiritually overall overall i am i am i am in good spirits so there you have it right there now we're gonna get into a little music kool-aid right here so so go ahead and grab your um your drinks your mimosas your juices your water and all that great stuff right there um because little tj is going to be our first artist to review in this segment right now so here it is okay little tj here we go so um all right so today okay here it is so tion Jaden merritt known as lil tj is a, as an american rapper and singer he rose to prominence in 2018 with his song resume and signed to columbia records later that year <clears throat> lil tj's debut studio album true to myself was released in 2019 the following year he was released he re, excuse me he released the mixtape state of emergency that features only drill artists from new york city true to myself debuted debuted at number five on the billboard 200 making the alum his first charted release his second studio album destined to win was released in 2021 and included the single calling my phone a collaboration with fellow recording artist um six lack or, or black however you call, pronounce his name um his highest charting song yet now let's see <clears throat> mary was born in the bronx borough of new york city he was raised by a single mother and had two younger siblings in what was described as a roomy apartment mary called himself the problem the problematic child out the out of the three as he would often often get himself into petty robberies and school fights at the age of 15 Merritt was arrested for one of his robberies and was sentenced for a year to a youth detention center where he would begin to write raps they included one of his hit songs was resumed which he released on soundcloud <clears throat> now from, tw from 2016 to 2019 beginnings record deal and true to myself so in 2016 merit began releasing music on soundcloud um resume one of his first songs was released when merit was 16 years old and it quickly began spreading online uh on on march 10th 2018, Merritt completed and 
placed first at the Coast to Coast Live NYC All Ages Edition, where his performance gained the attention of a record label A&R, who was in attendance to judge the showcase. Soon after, Merritt released the single Brothers, which became his biggest song at the time and led him led to him signing with Columbia Records. Within the first 10 months of Merritt's music career, he had released five tracks that recorded over 1 million plays on SoundCloud. Brothers resumed Goat and Leet, each accumulated tens of millions of streams. In July 2018, Merritt worked with producer Cash Money AP to release None, None of Your Love, which, is, which also amassed tens of millions of plays. Merritt released his debut EP, No Comparison, at the end of 2018. In January 2019, Merritt was featured on fellow rapper Polo G's single, Pop Out, which peaked at number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100. In July, he was featured on boy band Pretty Much's Lying. Later that year, he released an EP titled FN, the project's last single. Um, peaked at number 56 on the Billboard Hot 100 and became his first solo charting song. Merritt released his debut album, True to Myself, on October 11, 2019. It debuted and peaked at number five on the U.S. Billboard 200. In December, he was featured on a remix of 24K Golden Song, Valentino. From 2020 to 2021, stayed in an emergency and destined to win in early, in early 2020, Merritt reached the Billboard Hot 100 again with his single, 2020, which peaked at number 94 on the chart. On May 8th, 2020, Merritt released the EP State of Emergency, which focused heavily on drill music, a popular subgenre in New York City. The seventh song EP included the track Zoo York, featuring Fabio Foreign and Pop Smoke, late great Pop Smoke, which peaked at number 65 on the Hot 100. In July, Merritt appeared on Pop Smoke's debut post-humorous album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Um, on the track, Moon, Mood Swings, <laughs> which, which reached number 17 on the Hot 100. Um, yeah, yeah, you hear the word Mood Swings a lot because of Homer Simpson. So, <laughs> you get the jizz. On August 11th, Merritt was included on Double XL's 2020 freshman class. <laughs> in October, Merritt hinted at a new project on Twitter. On February 12th, 2021, Merritt released his single, Calling My Phone, a collaboration with singer um, C. Black, or Black, whatever his name is, which was accompanied by a music video directed by Cam Busboy. Busboy, excuse me. Um, the song debuted at number three on the Billboard Hot 100, becoming the highest charting single of Lil TJ's career. On March 19th, Merritt released Headshot, a collaboration with Polo G and Fabio Foreign as the second single from his second studio album, Destined to Win, which was released on April 2nd, 2021. 
The album consists of 21 tracks. On October 22nd, Merritt released the lead single to his upcoming third studio album, Not In The Mood, with Fabio Foreign and Kay Flock. The single was teased in snippets using TikTok from September prior to its release. 2022, from 2022 to the present, strictly for my fans and an, an untitled third studio album, in early March 2022, Merritt began teasing a new song titled In My Head, which uses a sample of Aya's Replay. It was eventually released on April 1st, 2022. On April 24th, Merritt released a freestyle lavish on his YouTube channel. The following day, he announced his EP strictly for my fans. <clears throat> okay. Um... Now we go to the artistry. Influenced by his upbringing in the Bronx, Lil TJ is a melodic rapper who frequently incorporates auto-tune in his songs, unlike T-Pain. Really? Unlike T-Pain? Yeah, he, he has drawn comparisons to fellow New Yorker New York rapper A Boogie with the Hoodie. In an interview with Rolling Stone, he revealed that his biggest musical influences are Drake, Meek Mill, and Usher. In the same interview, Lil TJ described his music as having a melodic sound when singing or rapping about his past struggles. Lil TJ also credits his success to his years spent in prison, where he claims that his ability to write songs peaked. In Pitchfork's Featured article on Lil TJ, he is referred to as a hip hop heartthrob. Later in the interview, Lil TJ explained that he is often called the Bronx Justin Bieber. <laughs> wow. 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 The <laughs> Oh wow, that's fucking funny, man. That's fucking funny. Hold on. Uh, because of his sampling Justin Bieber's baby. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um of course little TJ accompanied Seattle rapper Lil Mosey on his nationwide tour throughout 2019. He also has performed at the three-day Rolling Loud Miami Music Festival, along with Migos, Travis Scott, and Kid Cudi in Miami Gardens, Florida in May 2019, and at the Los Angeles Festival in December. He frequently appears and performs on concerts with close friend Jay Guapo. What is with everybody with Jay Guapo? What is with, you know, seriously? <laughs> yeah, well, little TJ, he's pretty... He's pretty, he's pretty lit though, man. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm not, I'm not really into the auto tune stuff too much. I'm not really into the auto tune stuff. But as long as, as long as he's telling his story about his struggles, yeah, that's the, that's the part that I pretty much like though. Man. Um, so yeah. Um, let me see what else, what else we got on the agenda today. Um. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Um, shit. Um, lobby boys. 
Okay. So let me see, let me see, let me see. Lobby boys. Okay, hold on a second, man. There's no, there's no, I don't think there's a discography about, um, hang on a minute here. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, just a second. <laughs> oh boy. Damn it. Um, wait a minute here, lobby boys. I don't think there's any uh, Wikipedia shit, but anyway, man, let me. All right. So, all right, so let me see. So, Tom can be the cruelest rusting of legacy. Kids born after 9 11 only. May only know Jim Jones as the ballin' we fly high, one hit wonder, and and might only know Mano from T Pain playing all the above during his versus battle. This may come off as blasphemous to those who had their formative years in the Dipset era, or for those who religiously downloaded Mano's that piff mixtape discography in the mid two thousands. But despite Mano and Jim Jones' aging audience, they refuse to let their tenured rap talents go to waste just because they aren't getting lyrical lemonade. <laughs> lyrical lemonade. <laughs> oh, shit. Lyrical lemonade. That's a new one right there. To shoot them, them videos, wow! Enter, enter the lobby boys, um, Mano and Jim's new duo and debut album of the same name. What started um as a two-week studio session to knock out less than um a dozen songs turned into a full-blown joint um album. Packed to the brim with gritty New York City attitude and anecdotes. Upon pressing play, the lobby boys get busy setting the scene with Brooklyn and Harlem projects as they as the backdrops. On the intro track, Project Baby, Mano introspectively spits about his humble beginnings, giving some of some depth to his platinum plaque persona. He raps shootouts over drugs. I admit that I was grimy and I'm trying trying to put it behind me. So please just don't mind, don't remind me and ask. We really gamble with life. It's a blessing we still here. It's a blessing that we alive. It's destined that we survive. I stepped out of that hell. Is heaven a place to find? The tone takes a turn from vulnerable to viciously assured on Lobby Boy Anthem, where production team Hector Stats, Marin, and Sage Michael recite the same sample of Yvonne Fair's Let Your Hair Down that Jay-Z made famous on Where I'm From. 
Jimmy Mino filled the title track with a fury of flexes. Like we've been popping that Miley Cyrus bitch. I've been a wrecking ball. And since a little nigga bitch, I've been stepping <laughs> stepping tall. <laughs> the harsh haymaker lines come off wickedly authentic coming from this duel and set the tone for the rest of the album. If Jim and Mano's tough talk and iconic Jay-Z sample wasn't enough for New York rap enthusiasts to get excited about, they carefully assembled the Voltron of NYC lyricists to assist in making this project five borough approved. Fabio Foreign appears on the Drill Drake lead single slide in a standout. The triumphant horns and rapid fire drums lay canvas for the three Yankees to get off their best braggadocio accompanied by plenty of Fabio's signature bows, bow ad-libs, excuse me. Fabulous appears on the mellifluously smooth No Bobby V, young M.A., Shows out on the album Stand Out One Day. Dave East makes an appearance on Never Take Me Alive. And they even tap upstate spitter Benny the Butcher for praying. After, excuse me, although thri- thrilling to see all these top tiers NYC artists intermingle like the melting pot they were born in. There's no better feature track than Die Young with Styles P. Not necessarily for Ghost's verse, but for the project. Um, yeah, for the prod, but for the subject, excuse me. Um, matter all three tackle top topical American subject matter like tumultuous race relations, nonsensical gun violence, and a valiant attempt at empowering the youth are all woven through their verses. It's one of the only moments on the album where the Timberland is taken off the pedal and the sobering question is asked, why we gotta die so young? Despite a few standout tracks like Slide and One Day, the former might actually have a chance to get some spins until fall. This album simply doesn't have the replay value required to break through today's constant onslaught of releases. As strong as the rapping on the lobby voice, there just aren't enough show-stopping verses, hooks, and or gimmicks to give it legs past one or two listens. Often in today's hip-hop consumption landscape, it's the most true-to-form style of rap that falls through the cracks. Precisely the style of rap Jim Jones and Mano have spent the last 20 years perfecting. Even when the even though even when they attempt to dip their Timberlands into this hyper vibey Gen Z sound, it falls flat. Off the leash has half-hearted verses from the duo, along with a chorus from Holy that sounds like it came straight from a Travis Scott plug-in kit. Wow. <laughs> Um, their strengths are found on songs like No Love, BK in Harlem, and Climb Back, where the beats, bars, and bravado match seamlessly 
Um, there, there are no TikTok hits or algorithm hacks that will shoot lobby boys to the top of the DSP charts. But thankfully, that isn't the goal of the metric Jim and Mano were aiming for. Even though the Sabres rotation will likely be short-lived, it's clear that these two New York heavyweights simply set out to make something that the Big Apple could sink its teeth into. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so this is, this is interesting, though, man. Um, I don't, look, I don't really have too much of an an opinion on this. I mean, it sounds a little, they're crazy. They give it the rating of three, what is it, 3.4 out of five. So that's, okay, um. 3.00 3.00 community rating, five rated the album, and one gave it a five out of five. Hmm. Okay, y'all go check out the album by the Lobby Boys, and and you out there could actually be able to get an idea on what the heck is going on here. So there you have it. Um. All right, so um, here it is. Our next next one is the solo solo artist. So this is so this is Jim Jim Jones. Um, is an American rapper, music video director, and record executive. He is an original member of the hip hop collective The Diplomats, also known as Dipset, alongside long time friend and fellow Harlem native Cameron. Um let's see. In 2004 he released a solo album On My Way to Church. The release of his second album, Harlem Diary of a Summer in 2005, coincided with Jones landing an executive position in AR at Entertainment One Music. A year later he was on his third album Hustlers um Hustlers Poem which is product of my environment um, in 2006, which spawned his his biggest single to date, We Fly High. The song reached number five on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart and was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Jones' first major label album, Pray For Rain, was released in March 2009 by Columbia Records. The album spawned the hit single Pop Champagne um, featuring Ron Browse and Joel Satana. In April 2011, Jones released his fifth album, Capital, which was supported by the lead single Perfect Day featuring Chink Santana. He returned in May 2019 for his sixth album titled El Capo. <laughs> yeah, um, Jones is the son of an Aruvian mother and Puerto Rican father, was raised in Harlem mainly by his maternal grandmother. And we got music careers, music careers. All right, so On My Way to Church is Jones' debut album. The, the, spawn, the album spawned two singles that made the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, excuse me, Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. 
Certified Gangsters featuring Cameron Bezel. Um, I don't know who that is. Maybe that's Mace, but whatever. And the game, which uh, reached number 80. And Crump Music featuring his Dipset cohorts, Cameron and Joel Santana, which reached number 84. The album peaked at number 18 on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. Number three on Billboard's Independent Albums chart. And number four on the top R&B Hip Hop Albums chart. Harlem Diary of a, of a Summer, Joel's second album, reached number five on the Billboard 200 and topped the top R&B hip-hop albums and independent albums charts selling 350,000 copies. Three of the singles placed on the Billboard R&B hip-hop songs chart, Baby Girl, which reached um, number 58, Summer with Miami, which reached number 78, and What You've Been Drinking on, featuring Diddy, Paul Wall, and Jaja, which reached Number 106. The 2006 to 2009 Hustlers poem, Pray for Rain and the Rooftop. So Jones's third album, Hustlers poem, which is product of my environment, was more commercial and once again featured Dipset members along with Lil Wayne. The album spawned Jones's biggest single to date, We Fly High. Jones introduced a signature dance move in the We Fly High video, throwing up a fake jump shot every time the ad-lib balling was stated in the song. This dance move became so popular that it inspired Michael Strahan and Plaxico Burris to do the dance move <laughs> after Big plays during a Monday night football game. <laughs> oh, man, in 2006. <laughs> From 2006 to um, 2008, Jones released a collaborative album uh, with his rap group um, Bird Gang titled Mob. The album, which peaked at number 29 on the Billboard 200, so 16,000 the first week in stores and eventually selling 65,000 units. He has two Christmas um, compilation albums, a Dipset Christmas and a tribute to Bad Santa starring Mike Epps. And a lot of mixtapes, including Harlem's um, American Gangster, which peaked at number 19 on the Billboard 200 chart and spawned his single Love Me No More. Jones's fourth studio album, Pray for Rain, released March 24, 2009, was his major record label debut. The album peaked at number nine on the Billboard 200 chart. On July 8th, Jones released a, a promotional single titled The Good Stuff, featuring um, um, Noe. The album features Pop Champagne producer Ron Browse and Joel Santana. A bonus track on the album is Jack and Swagger from Us with Twister, Noe, and Lil Wayne, which takes shots at T.I. and Jay-Z for allegedly stealing their styles and mocking their song Swagger Like Us. It is his first solo album on the Columbia Records. In 2009, Jim Jones became vice president of Urban A&R at Koch Records. 
which is now E1 music. On June 11th, Jim Jones appeared on BET's 106 in Park along with DJ Webstar and announced that they will be releasing an album together titled The Rooftop. He also announced that his documentary, This Is Jim Jones, will be released June 30th, 2009. The first single from the album is Dancing On Me, featuring Joel Santana. It was officially released via iTunes on April 28th. On September 22nd, his um, hip-hop website, Rap Ruckus, stated the album was, was scheduled for an October 6, 2009 release. The second single uh, is titled She Can, ha- she Can Get It. In late 2009, Jones left Columbia. Um, according to XXLMag.com, Jones signed a deal to release his next solo album on E1, as well as a mixtape. In 2010 to the present, okay, Capital, Dipset, Reunion, and Vampire Life Series. Okay, so the mixtape titled The Ghost of Rich Porter <laughs> was released March 23rd, um, 2010. In April 2010, Cameron and Jim Jones announced they ended their feud. On June 26, 2010, Jones reunited with Cameron and Joel Santana on a track titled Salute, marking um, the return of the diplomats. They have begun working on an album together and have been reportedly working with Dr. Dre. In 2010, it was confirmed that Jones had started up a new record label imprint with Damon Dash entitled Splash Records. On April 5th, 2011, Jones released his fifth studio album, Capo, on E1. On November 3rd, Jones released a mixtape titled Capo Life to promote the album and celebrate the launch of his new website. Um, the lead single off Capital Perfect Day featuring Chink Santana and Logic was released on iTunes December 7, 2010. Um, the album is the first to, to feature Cameron since Hustler's Palm, which is product of my environment. Um, other guest appearances include rappers Game, Lloyd Banks, Prodigy, Raycorn the Chef, and RB singers. Rel and Ashanti, among others, and features notable production from longtime collaborator Chink Santana, Aaron LaCree, White Clef John, Drummer Boy, and Lamont Logic Coleman. The album peaked at number 20 on the Billboard 200, selling 21,000 copies in its first week, making Capital his lowest charting album to date. Um, on October 1st, 2011, when Filmmaster Flex premiered a song on New York City's Hot 97 title, It Ain't My Fault, featuring rappers T-Rex, Boogie Black, <laughs> Sin City. It was revealed that it was the first offering from Webstar and Jones' upcoming second collaborative effort, The Rooftop 2. In the summer of 2011, he was featured on Random Julius Party Tonight with Tiana Taylor and fellow Dipset member Cameron. On October 30th, 2011, for the Halloween holiday, Jones released a mixtape t- 
titled Vampire Life. We own the night. The tape features 24 songs, including including bonus tracks, freestyles, and guest appearances from Meek Mill, J.R. Ryder, Chink Santana, Two Chains, Mano, and Yogati and Jadakiss, among others. On May 1st, 2012, Jones released the the second installment of his Vampire Life series entitled Vampire Life 2. It went on to be downloaded over 300,000 times on mixtape sharing website datpiff. On March 11, 2013, Jones announced he was working on two new mixtapes, um, V3 um, Vampire Life 3 and the Ghost of Richard the Ghost of Rich Porter 2. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so Vampire Life 3 was released on August 13, 2013. On December 3rd, 2013, Jim Jones released an extended play titled We Own the Night. The EP was supported by the single Nasty Girl featuring American singer Jeremiah. On June 24th, 2014, Jones released a single titled With the Shit featuring American singer Trey Songs. In July 2014, Jones revealed he would be um, releasing another EP titled We Own the Night Part 2, Memoirs of a Hustler. It was released on September 9th. On January 1st, 2015, DJ Filmmaster Flex announced via Instagram that he has spoken to fellow diplomat members Cameron, Jim Jones, and Joel Santana about an upcoming diplomats mixtape, which included fellow member Freaky Ziki. He also stated that he would be hosting the mixtape along with DJs, producers, DJ Khaled, Swiss Beats, and DJ Mustard. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay, so. And yeah, I just did the Lobby Boys thing. Um, let's see. So. He's been in some movies, actually. So we got Paper Soldiers, State Property 2, A Day in a Fast Life, Killer Season, The Wire, Righteous Kill, Whose Deal, This is Jim Jones, Red Apples Falling, of course, Def Jam, Icon, he was in Wildin' Out, Love and Hip Hop New York, oh gosh, I can't believe that's still on. Chrissy and Mr. Jones, Jim and Chrissy Vow or Never, Tales, Marriage Boot Camp, Reality Stars Family Edition. Um, of course, of course, Pop Champagne was nominated for Best Collaboration at the 2009 Urban Music Awards. Okay, so we're going to get into a little bit of here, actually, the solo album. All right, so... Yes, Mano. Um, yes, Mano um, is an American rapper from Brooklyn, New York City. Um, his debut single, High Hater, peaked at number 16 on Billboard's Hot Rap Songs. His, his follow-up, All the Above, features American singers T-Pain and was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. To date, Mano has sold just under 4 million digital singles globally. 
And of course, um, yeah, I'm not gonna get into life and career. I'm not gonna get into that shit though. Man. But wait, hold on a minute. There's actually more to this. I'm not even gonna get into this shit though. But let's get into um, let's get into um, 2007 and the present. If tomorrow comes and the day after tomorrow, on August 28th. 2007, Mano later signed himself and his hustle hard imprint to Atlantic Records. He then began working on his debut album, If Tomorrow Comes. His commercial debut, titled High Hater, was released in April 2008. Mano later released the song's official remix featuring fellow American rappers T.I., Swiss Beats, Plies, Jadakiss, and Fabulous. The album's second single was All the Above featuring T-Pain, who also has a podcast which i'll review that in um in a future episode um and um yes all the above is mano's first song to chart to the billboard hot 100 it debuted at number 54 and then rose to um number 39 the next week it also peaked at number 10 on the hot rap tracks number 59 on the hot R&B hip hop songs chart and number 46 on the pop 100. The single is certified platinum and is Mano's only top 40 hit to date. The album's third single, Million Bucks, features vocals and productions from Swizz Beats. The Tomorrow Comes debuted at number 25 on the Billboard 200 with first week sales of 18,000 copies in the United States. In 2008, Mano also crafted an original song titled Getaway Driver for the Grand Theft Auto 4 video game. On February 2nd, 2010, Mano released Unstoppable exclusively through iTunes an extended play, which featured four new recordings. On July 5th, 2011, Mano announced his second studio album titled The Day After Tomorrow. Um, would still be pushed by Atlantic Records, but it would be distributed by E1 Music. The, the album's um, lead single, Let It Fly, features Atlanta rapper singer Roscoe Dash. It debuted on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, excuse me, Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs at number 57. The day after tomorrow, unlike Mano's debut album, had lower sales debuting at number 94 on the billboard 200. through his label hustle hard mano formed a rap group called the black flag mafia which includes himself push lucky don twig martin and hustle hard mouse <laughs> on october 9th 2012 they released their first sync the first mixtape the mafia they are currently working on their ep album for e1 music um on February 4th, 2014, Mano released a digital EP, King of Brooklyn EP. In 2018, he did a duet with um, Rose Rome. In 2015, Mano recorded Crazy with Erica Jane, which resulted in a number one dance hit in, in the U.S. Wow. So that's basically, and he also is part of the Lobby Boys um project and also he is a podcaster he has a, he has a show he has a show called kitchen talk 
podcast. Of course, you can listen to it on every streaming platform, including Spotify. And then also you can actually catch the podcast show on on Fox Soul. All right. So don't want to miss that as well. And and all that other great stuff right there. Um, it has hollow Hala um Marat, and it has Georgie in there. Um, so if you don't know about if you don't know about the podcast, I suggest you go check it out. Check out the episodes yourself. So you won't you won't be you won't be disappointed. So you get it on whatever whatever platform you get your podcast. So there it is. So um before I even go to or even go to um or go to any other um thing that's ever so wrapped out in this so um I didn't get a chance to talk about um being hip hop history um last time so I'm gonna actually get into it right now and I didn't get a chance to talk about it in episode eighty eight so we're gonna get into it right now. So on this date in 1999, rapper, actor, social activist Yasin Bey, aka um, aka Most Deaf, um, released his first solo album, Black on Both Sides, on the Ruckus Columbia imprint. On his debut album, following the Black Star album with Talib Kweli, Most Deaf kept it all the way Brooklyn with his lyrical gymnastics laced with social commentary for the technology-addicted internet generation. Songs like Math- Mathematics and Mr. Nigga <laughs> reflect on the cultural climate of 1999 while his bro Anthem Brooklyn and love interest story Miss Fat Booty. <laughs> oh, man. Keep the air in the, in the streets tuned in. <laughs> Salute to most and produces um Diamond D ATCQ's Ali Shahid Muhammad Psycho Less and Ayatollah. This certified gold classic is forever etched in the annals of hip hop history. So there you have it, folks. Now we go to some out al- some rap albums that got released. Let's take a look. Um, I know. Uh, I know. Last Friday, um, last Friday, Eat the Rocks, Rockness Monster came out. Um, Jeezy and and DJ Drama came out with Snowfall. Um, Bag or Die. Um, Double B Nose. <laughs> um, October, no, I'm not sure what's going on with that one. So October 27th, Drum has an, has a project called What Has What Had Happened Was, and then we have um, October 28th, Marlo Marlo Three, Young Grand, <laughs> Young Gravy. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Young Gravy has a project called Marvelous that's coming out on the 28th alongside with Baby Tron. 
in the Ben Reaper three. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. So these are the albums that's gonna be coming out this week of the 28th. So be on the lookout. And I'm not sure what's going on with Jacquees and Tiger. So stick around for that one right there. Um stick around for that one right there. Um and uh let's see let me see let me see what else came out let me see what else came out though oh no 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 i'll get to the november stuff next next time actually um i'll get to the november stuff next time um now we're gonna go into then we're gonna go into the video game chamber for a second we're gonna go to the video game chamber so that way you'll get an idea of which games is going to be coming out and and of course and of course here we go let's get into it Okay, we we are coming to the end of October, so we got some upcoming games that's coming out for each game system, like your PlayStation Fives, your PlayStation Fours, your Nintendo Switches, your PCs, of course, it involves computers and all the other stuff. So we got some we got some upcoming games that's coming out. So today, um, Garbage Pail Kids, Mad Mike, and the Quest for um stale gum well as long as it's not as long as it's not the opposite of cabbage patch kids whatever that shit. <laughs> that's coming out on playstation 4 xbox one nintendo switch and pc on thursday saturnalia <laughs> playstation 5 xbox series PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC, October 27th. Also on the 27th of October, which is Thursday, Signalist is for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Of course, we have uh, Star Ocean, Star Ocean, The Divine, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox one and pc on october 27th now for friday we got a couple of games that's coming out on october 28th starting with Bay bayonetta 3 for nintendo switch so let's get into the review 
Um, let's see what the review says right here. So this is from GameInformer.com, the website I'm using in case nobody don't know. Um, so by the end of Bayonetta's three, Bayon, excuse me, Bayonetta 3's third chapter is operating on a scale that dwarfs most video games. Buildings twist and crumble like flimsy plastic. Giant craters pop mark the earth. And mountain-sized creatures level entire cities. The bombastic <laughs> culmination of, of an opening three hours that feel like they are running a mile a minute, never-ending barrage of stimuli. Not the song Boombastic, folks. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's it's loud, obnoxious, and frankly a bit exhausting. And I was hooting and hollering the entire time. The Bayonetta series has always been its at its best when you are staring slack-jawed at your TV repeatedly. Uh, muttering, what the hell is happening? <laughs> the series is is excessive by nature in terms of violence, action, and sexuality. And sorry about my belly, folks. Um, rapid and repeated combos lead right into flashy, bloody, and extravagant animations, all booking bookended by goofy cutscenes where the t- titular which flaunts her sex appeal, using it to distract, taunt, and encourage those around her. Bayonetta 3 is, of course, no different. From its opening seconds, you are thrown into large-scale fights necessitating you juggle numerous enemies enemies at once while switching weapons summoning giant monsters and dodging attacks hmm to what and to what and to that and excuse me um when you are playing as bayonetta it's the best the series has ever felt for more than 12 hours i never i never tired of her combat happily welcoming every new wave of enemies or difficult boss sheesh sheesh 12 hours? That's a lot, man, just to beat a game <laughs> with so many levels and shit. Um, this is largely due to how Bayonetta 3 changes the series formula. The game no longer regu- relegates inf- infernal demons. Um, basically large monsters bayonetta summons to fight alongside her to cut scenes at the end of a boss fight they they are in an entire mechanic so long as you filled your magic gouge you can summon one of these beasts called demon slave here (laughs) almost whenever you want and control them while you fight somewhat against their intended use i mainly use mine as finishing moves, finishing moves, excuse me, capping off a combo with a massive attack from one of my four equipped monsters always felt powerful and weighty and went a long way in leveling the odds against the game's 
many, many bosses for the entirety of Bayonetta's three, Bayonetta three, it's constantly throwing infernal demons your way, and I love testing out each new new edition. That said, outside of gameplay specific sections, I mainly went back to the first two the game gives you, um, Gamora and Madama Butterfly. <laughs> um, but that's more an issue of my complacency than a lack of viable um, variety. Perhaps the, the defining characteristic of Bayonetta 3 is an absurd um, amount of options and variety equal to the massive amount of demon slaves is Bayon Bayonetta's weapons, each with its own gimmick, strength, and disadvantage. I mainly stuck to the lightning, lightning fast, far-reaching um, um, Ignis um, Arane yo-yo as my primary weapon with the massive dead-end express hammer um, saw hybrid for slower but heavier attacks. Quickly striking with the former dodging to trigger Bayonetta's signature twitch time. Um, which slows everything but you. Then slamming in enemies with my massive hammer before summoning an internal, no, excuse me, infernal demon as a finisher was constantly entertaining. If anything, I wish I, I wish there were more encounters. I often um, drop most normal enemies after a long, after only a couple of big combo strings, leaving me to rush to find the next idiot to beat up. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! That's <laughs> Bayonetta three's fourteen chapters constantly fluctuate, fluctuate between settings, sending you quite literally around the world, and and then some from Japan to New York to Egypt to beyond the reaches of space and time. Every level has a unique visual palette and core conceit. I love figuring out where the world I was going next, but more than that, featured a bombastic larger life set piece that more often than not completely flattened the level you just explored. These include massive um, kaiju battles, of course, a fight high above the Earth's stratosphere where a god-sized being blows bubbles at their opponent. And a literal battle of operatic proportions, um, among others. Some sequences are better than others, but they are all a spectacle. So for the few that don't feel quite as good, at least, they are fun to look at. This all moves along at an incredible speed. Bayonetta's um, pace is nearly nonstop, constantly throwing new enemies, bosses, and set pieces at you and asking you to, do, to deal with them. It's overwhelming, and I loved it. Bayonetta 3 never wants you to be bored and does everything in its power to keep your eyes glued to your TV or switch screen 
no matter how exhausting that might be. Um, for what is worth, being Bayonetta 3 story is the most comprehensible in the series, which is to say it's not largely gibberish. Bayonetta is charming throughout it, as is most of the cast of returning characters, such as um, um, Gene, Luca, and Rodin. But the larger narrative is a rote multiverse story. Some big bad man is trying to seize control of the various dimensions to control space and time. This introduces multiple different bayonettas, of course, a fun, a fun narrative way to give you um, those aforementioned different weapons. And there's a late game twist that neatly alters the bayonetta lore. For the most part, though, the narrative is largely forgettable beyond surface entertainment value. The story does, however, introduce the weakest part of Bayonetta 3, all the levels in which you don't play as Bayonetta. Oh boy. Oh boy. Early on, the new character, Viola, is introduced. A young punk. <laughs> a young punk from a different dimension. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> Who needs Jean and Bayonetta to stop her um, save the multiverse. Um, this sends Jean on a mission to find a scientist to help the trio. Jean's level levels play out as a stealth-focused side-scroller, though it's never all that engaging beyond running from point A to point B and occasionally fighting a boring boss. Sheesh! Um, the level of Viola's um, levels are mechanically interesting, but don't nail the landing. Uh, Viola is a hack in slash focused character and her wish time is tied to a party rather than dodge um that um that parry um that parry window is sit incredibly tight and my mind no excuse me my opening hours with the new witch were frustrating until i finally got the hang of it at which point it became only slightly more fun uh, she does have her own demon slave, a giant cat named um, um, Chess Here, Chess Higher. Um, a nod to previous games that came in handy when I just wanted to brute force my way through levels. Um, I like the idea of introducing new playable characters to the Bay Bayonetta series, but Viola did nothing for me. Cosmetically, she's an office worker's approximation of a punk rocker. <laughs> more, more Spencer's gifts than 19, excuse me, 924 Gilman Street. <laughs> but even then, she's bland and uninteresting yeah you think <laughs> the game forces you to spend numerous hours playing as her and i struggle to think of a single 
iconic characteristics other than her corny mall punk aesthetic. <laughs> oh shit. Um Viola being bland and forgettable is unfortunate because despite the series all the lackluster storytelling, it has always featured incredibly fun characters, considering the impl- implication that Viola may play a much larger part in potential upcoming games. I'm disappointed that she didn't ma- she doesn't match the charm of Bayonetta. But that's a small complaint at the bottom of the mountain of compliments. Bayonetta 3, for the vast majority of its runtime, is an absolute blast. It's bombastic, over-the-top, and extravagant for the sake of extravagance. Leaving ruins literally in its wake. I'm already going back, back through each level trying for better scores, and I have no immediate plans for, of stopping. I may be hesitant about the series' future, but at present, this is the best Bayonetta has ever been. And of course, um, and of course, um, yeah. Well, there's a say about the graphics and the gameplay. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know about the, um, I don't know, but, um, but this is just, uh, I'm not sure about the graphics, but um, anyway, man. We got some other games that's coming out on the 28th as well, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for, for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, on um, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Also coming out on the 28th, Evil Reverse also comes out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Also on the 28th, um... Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village for Nintendo Switch and Mac, October 28th. I'll read the review next time in the next episode. And Resident Evil Village Winter Expansion, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and and PC also comes out on the 28th. So, So, here it is, though. All right, I'm about to wrap this up right now, man. I'm about to wrap this episode up right now, man. Um, all right, you, um, you're more than welcome to make a charitable donation to my cash app to support this show and along with other shows that I do on a weekly basis, um, free podcasts or free podcast shows that I have underneath my belt. Um, my cash app is dollar G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G M. Capital G, lowercase M-O-N-E-Y, capital G, lowercase T-A-C-K-Z, T-K-Z, um, Z, 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you are uncomfortable donating will be appreciated. And we are going to go into a little thing that I like to call um, stream choices on the go. Um, Let's get into it right now. Of course, you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever. Um, 
Feel free to show some love by following Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, the review show um, on Instagram, alongside with my other show, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast, the sports edition show. And and I will be recording uh, the next episode um, after this one right here, which is off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, um, which is also on Instagram as well, as well as Facebook as well. Um, and um, yeah, so make sure you turn your notifications on on when each episode is going to be dropping. Um, all right, so um you can follow me on the gram too which is g money stacks 555 in queens new york on there you know what you can copy and paste the username um you can copy and paste my username of course so you don't have to really hassle on trying to spell it out and shit. so it is what it is um so other than that um we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into um, where you can listen to the episodes and stuff. So if you go to the link in bio, you're gonna see, you're gonna see, um, you're gonna see Linktree slash Meticulous Vodjuice Podcast, um, and you're gonna see, um, you see all the audio streaming platforms that's on there. Make sure you, um, make sure you, if you want to leave a voice message, you can go ahead and leave a voice message on topic ideas or whatever you know if you want to be a guest co-host with me or on any podcast show that i'm doing you can go ahead and dm me at g money stacks 555 in queens new york um you have you have to be on the east coast to actually do this you know what i'm saying um because you know the time difference in in different states is a little difficult for me to actually adjust to so you know what i'm saying um and speaking of which let's get into where you can listen to the episodes and starting with um anchor we are also on audible audacity amazon music breaker Castbox fm deezer listen notes moon fm podcast player fm pocket cast pod friend Pod-o polo podorama podcast index podcast attic pod chaser podverse reason fm spotify stitcher TuneIn radio google podcast and you can also leave a five-star rating on um, Podchaser, Podfriend, and alongside with, and alongside with um, Podfriend, and along with um, Spotify. With a five-star rating on there, will be appreciated. And wherever you listen to podcasts, of course, whether it's Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever. But, um... Other than that, you can listen to Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show episodes on Radio Public. We are also on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. Make sure you follow my other two shows that's also on iHeartRadio as well, which is which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, the sports edition show. And alongside with my um, number one show that's that's going to be reaching its 200 episode whatsoever off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, which is also on iHeartRadio as well. Make sure you follow, make sure you subscribe. 
and make sure you do everything you can to actually support these three particular podcast shows that I do on a weekly basis. And speaking of subscribing, you can also grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555 and click on that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the every live stream. Um, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. More video content, upcoming episodes, and previous episodes in case you want to catch up. Make sure you catch up on all the episodes that you missed um, from 1 through the 80s. Um, all right? And um, listen, download these episodes. Very important. Also, share the episodes. Share the videos. Um, tell a friend to another friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth is important. And of course, be sure to be sure to share the podcast along with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends, and the people you're cool with from work or anywhere else where you meet people and stuff. So that way, they'll get an idea of who I am as a person and what I do and our other great stuff right there. So that's gonna do it for me. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for listening and rocking with me on the 89th episode titled Stay, Li- Stay Liquid. Of course, that's the name of the episode, of course. And of course, be sure to take care of one another. Remember, the grind doesn't stop. Hardware pays off. New York wasn't built in a day. There's no shortcuts. You just gotta you, you just gotta roll with the punches. And of course, find something that clicks to you, that gets you into that clicks that clicks to you, that makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. And also find your voice and and creatively speaking, you know, find that spark that gets you into your zone along with um tunnel vision follow your dreams don't let anybody stop you or anything like that um make sure you are surrounded by people who are more morally supportive right um i know sometimes i know sometimes being around friends is hard to keep because they're only there for the moment so you want to you want to have some friends that's going to be there through thick and thin whatever it is, but it's kind of impossible these days, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to do you, man. Because nobody could do it for you but you. Um, you know what I mean? So, so get in, get in your zone. Don't worry about um, other people. Don't worry about pleasing anybody. You can't satisfy everybody. All you can do is Please yourself. That's all you can do, man. You know what I mean? So, um, I'll see y'all next time, man, in the next episode. Peace and one love. Take care of one another. Be safe out there. I know it's been crazy with all these fucking um, subway crimes that's going on. So, take a friend with you or whatever and, you know, do do your diligence to stay out of danger. All right? So peace and one love 
and have yourselves a good night folks Check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to youtube and grab the subscribe button enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream more video content like comment on the episodes with the topics upcoming episodes previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the youtube channel page share the videos spread the word be sure to download your favorite episodes tell a friend to tell another friend share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends and also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics 
and and what you thought about the um topics as well and what topics you think we should talk about next to review um i'm g money stacks thank you for listening to the show peace and one love